It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome back. Yeah, that song's perfect right now. We are live from Chickies of Pete's on the Midday Show today. The best in-game experience at Chickies of Pete's. Joy Cole, Budweiser, and the Phillies all postseason. Find a location near you at chickiesandpeets.com. We're about to be joined by a guy that experienced the Phillies in the postseason in person for the first time, I believe, last night. The Elliott Shore Parks column brought to you by Cozy Jewelers. Step up to the fifth seat. That's color. Cut, Clarity, Carrot, and Cozy. A lot of ground to cover with Elliot here, including the Sixers, Sixers podcast, at the game last night, of course, the uh, 4-0 football team. How we doing, Elliot? What's up? How you guys doing? So, Elliot, how was your experience at the, at the Phillies playoff game? Oh, it was amazing. So, I didn't get the chance to go to any of the games uh, last year, and you hear so much about the crowd, obviously, during it last year, but then all offseason, the talk has been about those playoff crowds. It's almost hard to think that it would live up to expectations. But the best way I can describe it from an Eagles standpoint, that's how I, I see a lot of things, is it's almost as if that Patrick Robinson interception in the NFC Championship game just happened repeatedly, out after out, play after play. I mean, just the crowd's ability to keep, to keep it so loud throughout the game. It was, uh, it was incredibly impressive, and uh, I can't wait to get back down there tonight and uh, see him do it all again. Elliot, take us through the moment where, obviously, you're at the game. I know you were hanging out with uh, Seltzer and Fritz watching the game. Take us through how you guys, and obviously Jack, found out about the shout-out from Carl Ravitch and David Cohn. Did his phone start blowing up? Did one of you guys notice it first? How did you guys find out what we all saw on TV? Yeah, so my dad texted me about it, and by the time I turned around to tell Jack, I think about 15 people had already texted him. Uh, it was really cool. I mean, we were standing around a bunch of fans. Uh, people, people love Jack and James, let me tell you. Phillies, Phillies fans are, are big fans of, uh, of Jack and James. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was crazy. His phone was blowing up. People were coming up to him. So it was, uh, it was crazy. You know, our, our boy Jack's having a moment right now. So yeah, happy to see him, uh, see him prosper. So I wonder what it was like to watch his head grow, like, right <laughs> before your eyes. What, what was that like to see his head grow right before your eyes? Well, I'll say this. I, I have a pretty big head myself. I wear about an eight in fitted hat. So I, I'm not one to, uh, to talk about other people with big heads. But it was crazy. I mean, like, people were, you know, coming up, celebrating with them. It was, it was, it was cool. And, it's, look, I mean, it's well-earned. He started it. He started the standing ovation. The Phillies have been clear about that. I think uh, Carl Ravage, what did he say? Uh, everyone acknowledges. So, yeah, it's, uh, the debate is over. We all know Jack started it. And uh, 
I think his head deserves to grow a little bit from this. All right, Elliot, the Eagles are 4-0. They're going to set for a game against the Rams this weekend. So they signed a corner yesterday, veteran corner. Uh, what do you make of the signing? Is this uh, just for depth, or do you think you know they're really looking for ways to upgrade what they're putting out there right now, especially you know, with Devontae Maddox out and likely for the yeah. season? Well, they should be looking for ways to upgrade what they're putting out there right now because what they're putting out there right now is not good enough. Um, I think we have this perception of the Eagles roster because of last year that they have the best roster in the NFL. They probably don't anymore. When you look at what they're putting out there in the back seven uh, on defense, uh, Justin Evans has started for them. Uh, Mario Goodrich, who I like as a young player, has, has gotten snaps for them. Josh Job had to start for them, a nice young player, but not somebody that would start in the majority of teams. So I think Bradley, Bradley Roby coming in, we'll see if he plays this week. Uh, Nick Sirianni talked today about him, said he's excited about the depth that he can add on the inside and the outside uh, at corner. I think it's about a couple of things. One, it's about getting players out there with experience. Bradley Roby's played in a lot of games. He's played in a lot of big games, played in playoff games. And so I think that that is valuable to them. But also what it should allow them to do is put Bradbury back onto the outside. Uh, if you notice, whenever the Eagles on the offensive line, if they have an injury, they very rarely move guys to multiple spots. They'd rather just put someone in there and not move guys around. The Eagles in the secondary decided to move Bradbury, and I think it made them weaker at two spots. So um, I think Bradbury will move back to the outside, and you'll see Roby eventually get a shot at that nickel roll. Hey, everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Elliot, as we uh, look forward to the game against the Rams this weekend, w- what do you make of this one? I mean, this coming into the year, the Rams looked to, like one of the worst teams in the NFL, one of the lower win yeah. totals, awful year last year. I think they're better than people realize. Sean McVay, maybe everyone shouldn't have doubted him. They have a rookie receiver that has nearly 40 catches already. Cooper Cup, they opened his practice window, so potentially he could be back in this game. And obviously right now, Stafford is healthy. I know his hips banged up, but he's healthy and playing and playing decently right now. What do you make of this game, Elliot? Because it wasn't one I think a lot of people circled before the season as an interesting game, but now it feels like one. Yeah, I think the Eagles are going to have to score a lot of points. Um, you look at this Rams offense, and their offensive line is not very good. I think this is probably the weakest offensive line the Eagles have faced. Washington might be close, but the Rams offensive line is not very good. Stafford, uh, he has a lot of passing yards. But he also has five interceptions, so he has turned the ball over. He's dealing with a hip injury. It really just comes down to how will their secondary hold up against these receivers. They do have really good receivers. You mentioned Cooper Cup. Uh, obviously, the, the rookie is killing it. Tutu has been awesome. Ben Jefferson uh, is really good. So they have a lot of players that can be an issue for this Eagles team. It's going to come down to the Eagles' defensive line, and it's going to come down to their tackling. I don't think Stafford's going to have a lot of time in the pocket. I don't think you'll see him sit back there and let r- long routes develop. It's going to come down to if they're getting rid of the ball quickly, how is this team going to do tackling over the middle of the field? That's going to be on the linebackers. It's going to be on the secondary players. And that's what the game will come down to. But I do think that even if the Rams score a lot of points, the Rams' defense is really bad. I think the Eagles could get into the 30s pretty easily. So if they have to win a shootout, I think the Eagles are well-equipped to do it. When you look at this Eagles' front four, do you feel like last week was just a one-off, or is there some real issues with that front four up front? I don't think there's, there's real issues. Um, I mean, Jalen Carter has been outstanding, but he is a rookie. There's going to be ebbs and flows to his game. 
Um, you know, obviously we saw Hassan Reddick come out and, and make some plays. I, I don't think there's any issues with the front four. I think it's they're, they're probably still the best unit on the team. You could argue, you know, maybe the receiver spot. But I think the front four, the depth they have there, how they've played, and I think you'll see it this week. Now, more teams are going to scheme to get the ball out quickly, and that's going to be part of it. But I, I don't think there's any concerns about uh, the front four as run stoppers or as pass rushers. We're talking Elliot Shore Parks here in our weekly spot. Elliot, Jalen Hurts, best game by far was Sunday as a thrower. He had a big game, won the game with his arm. The other part of his game, though, it just something looks off this year, and that's him as a runner. The, the best way I could describe it, he doesn't look as explosive. Elliot, when you watch him, are you seeing that same thing? And, and do you think he has lost a step as a runner? Yeah, I'm in the minority here. I really don't have any concern about Jalen Hurts as a runner. I think teams are playing him differently, and so I think there's not those lanes that they were last year. I do think he's going down to avoid contact. But he's always been really good at that. Like, maybe he's going down a half a second earlier than he would have, but I would prefer that. I think that when you've seen that he has space, like, I think it was a third down play where he got 21 yards. There's been a third and long play where he got, you know, yard over. I think it was third and 13, and he got 15 yards. Like, when he's had space to go out and move, I think he's looked great. And also, you know, this is me getting to watch him in training camp. He looked outstanding running the ball in training camp. Like, I thought he looked faster running the ball in training camp than he has any other year I've seen him as the starter. So I don't think this is a physical thing with Jalen. I think this is strictly the lanes are not there anymore, and he's probably going down a little bit earlier than anticipated. But I still think all that matters is he's a quarterback that when there's room for damage to be done, he will take that damage and and make a big play out of it. And that's really all you need uh, at a quarterback spot. All right, Elliot, let's end with this. We also have one other sport ramping up right now. It's one that we know you love and a team you love to talk yeah. about. That's the Sixers. The Clap Your Hands podcast is back. Your Jack is now doing it with you, so I'm excited to listen to you guys talk Sixers this year. Well, that's you know, really the, why Jack's blowing up right now. It's because he joined the Sixers pod with me. That's, you know what? That's we the real you're hearing we a lot were about. going through earlier, who, you know, get, get, giving ourselves credit for Jack's, you know, Jack blowing up here, and I think you know you get a piece of the pie too. Exactly, or you brought him onto one of your yeah. podcasts. Yeah. So. James Harden has reported a training camp. I saw something a few minutes ago saying he's <laughs> practicing today. What is your updated take on the situation that seemingly has no end? So I think this is great news for the Sixers, obviously. I mean, James Harden coming back, you know, increases their chances of becoming a championship contender. It's just a matter of whether or not he's actually going to practice. And I think we'll find that out in the next few hours. But if he does come to the team in Colorado and he practices hard and he's just here and he's accepted his fate, yeah, it's outstanding, it's outstanding news for the Sixers because then they can really compete with those teams at the top of the East. But to me, this, these next few days and this like practice today, this is about Joel Embiid to me and his leadership. Like, this is Joel's team. He can't let James Harden just show up to Colorado and wreck this training camp. You know, not try and practice. Like, whatever James might have planned, if he does have something planned, Joel is the leader of this team. This is his franchise. He's a franchise player. He's like, this isn't Brooklyn, where James was arguably the most important player, Houston, where he was that franchise. This is Joel's team. So if James has anything planned today, I think this is on Joel to make sure his plan to wreck anything, uh, you know, doesn't happen. And if it does, like, Joel needs to do something about it, whether it's talking to James or whether it's going to Daryl and saying, get this guy off the team. I do like that they seemingly had dinner or hung out with Coach Prime last night. That, that, if you could yeah. be near that guy, I feel like success flows. That, that's probably the best thing I've seen from the Sixers, Elliot, in like six months, that they were just were around just Coach, hung Prime. Out with Coach Prime. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'll say this. I was, at, I was at Media Day on Monday. Obviously, James Harden wasn't there, and it's Media Day, so everyone's going to feel good. But I really think people are underestimating the Sixers team. Like, you, you look at the players that go up there, the talent they have. I think the addition of Nick Nurse as the head coach 
is really going to be a good addition. And I think for the first time in a long time, they enter this season with almost no expectations or pressure. Nobody believes in this team. Nobody thinks they're going to compete for a title. They're like, no one's even going to watch them, frankly, in Philadelphia. So I think you're seeing like a carefree, a carefreeness with this team that you haven't seen in past years. So I do think that people are really going to be surprised if they tune in. Uh, on what the Sixers are able to do this year. All right, we shall see, and we'll be listening to the uh, Clap Your Hands podcast, of course, along with Go Birds. Elliot, appreciate you hopping on, and we'll talk soon. Thank you. Yep, sounds good. Talk to you guys later. There he goes, Elliot Shore Parks. All right, we see a lot of people looking to get in. We'll talk about tonight's game. We'll take as many phone calls as we can on this side. 215-592-9494. Do you trust Aaron Nola tonight, yes or no? Reaction last night, all coming up. Plus, Herb nailed his keys to victory yesterday. Want to play with me? Play with me. Well, then he's on the line now, so we'll get that from him next. Herb's keys to the game. Your phone calls all coming up. Sports Radio 94 WIP. If you're in the market, if you're a caregiver in the Philadelphia area in Lehigh Valley who takes care of a loved one, you need to call my friends at Amerabreast Home Care today. You'll be greeted by a live onboarding specialist dedicated to hiring you quickly and compliantly. They offer daily pay, performance bonuses, reward programs, and more. Amerabreast takes care of their caregivers so you can focus on what's most important. Caring for your loved ones. Call Amerabest today at 1-800-HOME-CARE or go online to AmerabestHomeCare.com slash radio.